lady I've known for a couple of years, Sandy Dalton, who is the clerk of the court for Frederick County. And Sandy, thank you for coming by. Thank you for what's that on your arm? Thank you for having me. Can you hear me? Yes. I, oh, can I hear you? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you? Oh, that's interesting. All right, Sandy, can Frank, you getting Sandy okay? No, not really. All right, just hang on. Take it easy. Say something, Sandy. Something, Sandy. There you go. Okay. Frank, you hear it? A little better. Can you hear Sandy, Frank? Uh, yes, I can. Just uh, if I could hear you even better, that would be great. I already had these on Wednesday. Didn't You're have good. Noise. You're good. I'm good. There yeah. you go. All right, we're back, okay. Frank. Sandy, uh, another election time's coming around four years this ago. I mean, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, even if you're not having fun, it still flies. Well, you're right. <laughs> you're right. But uh, election coming up, anything, do you see anything different in the atmosphere of the election this year? Do you see anything that, uh, um, I mean, your job is not really controversial. I, I, I hope not. And uh, hmm. It's more of a, uh, you know, how well you can do a job and have you done it and um, you've been there four terms? Six. Six terms. This is my seventh. That's wonderful, man. That's... 1998, older than some of my voters. You remember, we went on the same year. I think yes. the, your first year. We yes, were like... you were judge of the orphan's yeah. court. And I, was, yes. I was so young then, Sandy. But anyhow, so I, digress. Was I, <laughs> I digress. I digress. <laughs> so you've, chose to, you've chosen to run again. Mm -hmm. um, tell us, first of all, why? I mean, you know, seven terms or six terms, that's kind of a long time. Well... It doesn't feel like a long time, but um, it also feels like the right thing to do. A lot of things came into the mix. Um, as you pointed out earlier, this is in honor of my grandson. Mm -hmm. He was the twin who passed Remember? away three years ago. Um, my husband is retired and loves making my breakfast and sending me out the door in the mornings. Um, and then there was COVID. COVID right. changed everything primarily. We bounce back from what life deals us. But and during COVID, out of 40-some employees, we could only have 10 in the office at a time. So we teleworked. And I'm telling you, Tim, I could not be more prouder than everybody in that office than if they were my own children. because And they're adults, and they're, they're very qualified people. The people who were home figured out how to get, you know, we, we sent their work to the office. We took it and mailed it. Um, my supervisor in one department put the marriage ceremony, uh, marriage license application online. Because that was one of the things the governor's office had us not do. But once we figured out that we could do it, it's like, um, we're going to do this. Because we could do emergencies. And when you lost your job, that was an emergency. But they had to write a letter to me. The judge reviewed it. The judge approved it. Then we would issue their license. Okay. A lot of red tape for something we've done forever. This was Excuse interesting. Me. This was interesting because uh, I understand from a lot of county offices, and uh, yours is is uh, is a county office, but a state office. Explain that to people. Uh, yes. It's, um, I'm not explaining it very well. What is it? No, I'm a state office in the county building who is there because of the county court. Okay. So even though I'm not county. Employee. We're the keeper of the record. Good. Under an individual, under an independently elected official. Perfect. So I don't answer to a judge if, not that my judges have asked this, but. No. Would you change that? That's not what I wanted to say. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. We keep the record. This is what you said. There's Absolutely. a process to fix that. I'm a fiduciary. The money we collect is audited all the time. You collect the money? 
uh, just a smidge. Tell me what that smidge is. Well, last, let's see, FY2022, the land records cashier collections was $26,397 plus. That's one year. Um, just a smidge. Uh, we, you know, this is some of our stats. We compile these yearly, and they, you know, we did 711 marriage ceremonies in the FY22. So we're a busy office, and during COVID, we all have our, our email now. It goes to your phone. It goes yeah. everywhere. We had a call from a lady in hospice on a Saturday from the, the hospice director. Mm-hmm that they really needed an emergency marriage license. Mm -hmm. And my supervisor reached out to me. I reached out to one of my judges on a Saturday night who approved this process. The supervisor finished up with the couple or the, the groom. I went in on Sunday morning and took the license off the printer, went outside to deliver it to the groom. Beautiful. They got married on Tuesday. She and Tuesday night she passed. Yeah. And and it was heartbreaking, but it was also rewarding. Humbling and rewarding. That and rewarding that for me it was that my supervisor cared so much. Mm-hmm. That my judge cared so much. And that to me is what we do. Absolutely. And during COVID, we did a lot of that. We had a lot of people and, and kudos to my court. You know, the judges looked at what can we do to get work done. It's can't a, have a jury trial, but we can do all of these things via Zoom. What I didn't understand is, and I'm being critical now, and that's unfair to everybody, but I tried to get the work done in the county, not your office. There's nobody there. I mean, I was said, uh, we're working off station or off whatever, off site, we'll get back to you. And if I got a call back within the next two or three days, it was a miracle. And I was so critical of this because government must continue. You government know, should have never shut down. Absolutely, because churches shouldn't have shut down, but that's neither here nor there. And I agree with you there. I, I, I understand in the beginning we were panic-stricken. Panic absolutely. <clears throat> and I was, you know, let's get plexiglass in here. Let's get PPE stuff. I want my staff safe. Sure. But we, they understood we don't close. Absolutely. So we continued to do all the processes we could. We would have not needed to do business licenses. It was a, you don't need to do that. But we did it because... It's people's lives. It's people's lives. Right. And we didn't have to come into contact with people beyond six feet. We go outside and swear in notaries. That's right. Go outside to do weddings. And my 25th notary license was done actually in the hallway. In the hallway, Or or the atrium or whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was cool. I mean, it worked. You made it work. That's what we, yes. And I wasn't alone. You know, what I couldn't think of, others did. And again, that's why I was so proud. You know, my son's a police officer. I knew that. He didn't get to stop working. Absolutely. You know, the medical profession didn't get to stop. So... 911 operators didn't get to stop. So I feel a little blessed that Mm-hmm. I had staff that was willing to do that. We were never a day behind. No. And, uh, you know, the funny thing that, or the it's coincidence, mm-hmm. but we implemented the Maryland MDEC, uh, Maryland yep. Electronic Courts, right. five years ago almost. And it was, pff, wasn't the best, I agree, but my law firms didn't like it at all. And so during COVID, they could continue to do their work, and they filed electronically. 
And because they could file electronically, we could process electronically. Isn't that amazing how that worked out? Well, I think if I tried to take it away from them today, they wouldn't they like would it. They would fight you. They would fight <laughs> they you. Would I can assure me. you, they would fight you. Well, and we implemented a recording thing for um, business, our land records. Same thing. It's called Simple File. All the businesses around the states, California, can file their deeds and mortgages online with us. Beautiful. So it was... That just worked out very well. How big is how big is the uh, clerk's office as far as employees? I have forty four employees now. Forty four. Yes, and we man eight courtrooms on a regular basis. Right now, because of trying to catch up, again, I have a very forward-thinking, creative judge who said, "Could you give me ten clerks if we can borrow district court when they're not having court, and we can borrow the orphans court when they're not in session?" Beautiful. And I said, "Yes, sir." Sound like Rick Sandy. I did maybe breathe that out loud. Uh, he, well, he's a worker. He is. He Find is. a way. Let's get it done. Perfect. And and I have judges that are also workers, mm -hmm. but I think this is where his business acumen come into yes. play, and and he's got to make things happen. So we work so well together, and the staff has just been amazing. And you know, we had another clean audit from the legislative auditors this last time, and you know, they're online. Absolutely. So that was fun. Well, um, I think $26 million or so, whatever you're running through there, the, you know, that's great that you can come out. And, uh, you know. Oh, that's just land records. But that is 91% of the monies right. we take in. And these are dispersed monies. A lot of money, the business license monies, they, they get a large percentage back to each jurisdiction that the business where they're located. Did you or one of your staff, um, I'm going to take a break here, but did you or one of your staff, uh, come up with the idea of increasing the marriage license? Think about that question. We're coming right back. Free Talk Radio 930. Hosting right now, the clerk of the uh, the circuit court for Frederick County, uh, incumbent, Sandy Dalton. Sandy, I left with that little question is, what are you all doing with this? Why do we need to keep raising the price of getting married in Frederick County? Well, that is a good question. I just heard that myself, um, that that would be something that the county council and the, the executive will send forward to Annapolis. Why? Um, from my perspective, it's a fee that they wish to raise for the extra ten dollars to go towards Hartley House, and in the rule, it talks about a domestic violence program. So I know the state's attorney puts on pro or d domestic violence, not program, but domestic violence. Period. Uh, the state's attorney had wanted to do something about that once or with that, and the funding has become isolated to Hartley House. And, you know, when we're issuing a marriage license, we are the highest marriage license county in the state of Maryland already. The cost of the license. The cost of the license. The license fee, $5 goes to the state, $5 goes to the county. The remainder of the fee, which currently is the other $65, goes to domestic violence. That makes our license $75. How many licenses did you issue last year? Um, last year, yeah, we did um, 2,102 so licenses last, issued. So $157,000 given to Hartley House. That's the 70, at the 75, and probably $10 goes to state, so probably that's six, Right, so it's six, right. It would be that times sixty-five. Times sixty-five. Oh, so I did this with the new talk. So that's one hundred fifty-seven thousand dollars. That's going to uh, to Hartley House. House. And I, on the radio, I heard that that was one quarter of their budget. 
I am absolutely not opposed. You know, I've adopted uh, a child no, who was absolutely. sexually abused. Absolutely. I I have much empathy and want to make this, this not be an issue. We take domestic violence cases. We take them very seriously. They all get court time. And I'm not, I don't know where the money else would, where it would come from, but $85 for a marriage license in Frederick, a lot of people aren't having weddings. They're no. getting married at the courthouse because they don't have the money. Absolutely. So raising the fee for them creates a hardship for some of the people that we deal with. How about if we just lower the price of weddings and or marriage license and increase the, fee, uh, the cost for divorce? Maybe that would make some more sense if we want to get the money somewhere. And this county's sitting on a pocket load of money, so I don't want to hear we've got to keep raising things. At some point, you're going to, you're, you, again, I know this isn't your doing. It's just amazing how, how government can keep raising and raising. And, and it's got to stop sometime. And if we weren't sitting on a pot for money, maybe that's one reason. But we are. We are. And when I hear we have surpluses. Yes. Why can't some of those surpluses then get divvied out, if not back to the taxpayer, to these nonprofits? Because, the, you know, I would say my answer to that being a fee moved over anywhere in the court, mm -hmm. you raise fees for court processes and you push people away from the court. Absolutely. And a divorce would be the same thing. And one of our chief judges made that statement. I don't want to raise any fees because we are supposed to be able to serve the public. If I want to come in and get a license and I can't afford it, what happens? I can't give you one. Now, if you came in and wanted to file for a court case, like the divorce, mm -hmm. and didn't have money, you could ask for the court to waive the fee. But a person coming in, because I remember this years ago, because I'd ask you, because we had a, I was in, I'm still hospice president, mm -hmm. but we had a, a case where we needed a license, and you were at the courthouse, and I was somewhere else. So you took it out of your pocket till I got there. I did appreciate mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm just thinking, suppose somebody wants to get married and can't afford a license. That's, that's a shame. I mean, we're saying. Well, for a lot of people, that $75 is well, an issue, especially in today's world. Yeah. It, you know, everything that people are paying for now has increased. Absolutely. So I don't like to see any of my fees raised. I agree. Now, not, they're not mine. But I understand that counties and your in your. I've uh, been charged with under your purview. How about this, Frank Mitchell? You have a question for Sandy? Yeah, we are talking with uh, Sandy Dalton, the incumbent uh, circuit court uh, clerk who is running for re-election. And uh, Miss Dalton, thank you again for uh, joining us. Now you are in an election, so I do need to uh, to ask you about this particular race. Uh, your uh, opponent, Miss Larue. Uh, let me let me just give you a, a couple brief statements that she made, and then ask you uh, to uh, react. Uh, she said cases filed in January 2022 are set for trial in 2024. Uh, can you imagine a parent waiting for a child support hearing for two years? Local attorneys do not understand why technology such as remote hearings aren't being utilized to speed up cases. So, what, what would you say to that? Well, first, I want to say. Um, my opponent is the same opponent I had four years ago, and her platform then was to stop electronic filing, which has benefited us. The other part of that is that the assignment of court cases comes under the court's jurisdiction. I don't have access to that. I probably would like to have access to that to keep the circle tighter and we'd know what we were doing. 
So I, I can only say if that's what the assignment office is doing, they work for the court administrator and the judges of the circuit court, not for the clerk of the circuit court. So you have nothing to do with it? I have nothing to do with it. And this particular person applied for the job there. They should know this. So to say that to people as your platform comment me is false. Frank, next question. No, that's uh, that's. Uh, I just wanted to get in a uh, election question since uh, sure we're Absolutely. you know it's, it's election time. We're talking to uh, and that's- candidates. Um, I guess I guess if uh, I was thinking of any other questions as to what she might say, and it's interesting that this is a partisan uh, office, oh. you know, Democrat Republican. I'm not sure I understand why, but it is. So you're the Republican. She's the Democrat. And uh, Ms. LaRue, uh, I guess, insinuates that she would spend more time in the office as a, as a presence in the office. What would you say to that? I would say that I've heard this for quite a few years. And when it comes to an employee making that statement and not knowing what the clerk does, it's, again, a pretty insulting statement I'm not a clerk just Monday through Friday, um, 9 to 5. I'm a 24-7. You know, you heard earlier with regards to the marriage ceremony during COVID. Juneteenth was another perfect example. That holiday was initiated during the week of June 19th. We had six weddings scheduled for that Friday. I said, I will stay and do those. I had other people, my chief deputy, my supervisor, step up and say, no, we'll do them because that's our service to the public. I have been the chair of the clerks association, or the president of the clerks association, the chair of the conference of clerks. I've been on the judges conference committee, access to justice committee. I've um, completed the Institute for Court Management class with the master executive court manager, whatever uh, citation. Uh, I've been the jury clerk chair for over 15 years. I just actually stepped down from that two years ago, and I've spent a lot of time in Annapolis. The clerks go to the legislative hearings. We testify for or or we love against certain bills that uh, go there. I do all the swearing-ins in our jurisdictions in Frederick County for the mayors and the Burgesses at their town meetings, which are always in the evenings. I do weddings out of the office when I can that are on Saturdays and Sundays. So um, doing a public information request to find out how many times I've gone in and out of the parking garage isn't really going to tell you anything. Okay, Ms. Dalton, hate to cut you off, but we're about to get into uh, our hard time for uh, news. What's the best, uh, what's a way to find out more about uh, your campaign? Well, I am on Facebook under Sandra K. Dalton.